Hey everybody. Yes, welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Jason Rothman. As always, I'm joined by Chris Schaefer, but for the first time in a long time, I'm joined by Chris Schaefer on YouTube as well. Chris, it's great to be back here on YouTube. It's great to see you again. Uh, how has the last week been for you? These weeks are flying by. I don't know if it's I'm getting older, but it feels like we were just talking. How are you doing? That, that beard is still growing. I've noticed that. It, yeah, yeah, I'm 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 good, Jason. Thank you for asking. Um, all is well. It, yeah, it does feel like we we were just talking about Christmas campaigns and and managing campaigns for the holiday rush, and now here we are looking down into February, uh, which is which is pretty crazy. So yeah, it's uh and it's 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 uh you know for those that have some weird interest to look at those that you listen to, I guess you know th- we have that now. Um, so. I'm sorry, but uh, it's there. But uh, yeah, it's good to be here. And I'm, I particularly love the topic for today because budget, as we've said many times before, is a very, it's like the, it's the most commonly asked question talking about budget. And I love, you know, going into these uh, discussions about, uh, you know, what are the things you think you know about Google ads and, you know, what, what's the truth behind it? So, well, yeah, very important topic. Uh, one of the biggest questions you and I get, and it only took us 295 episodes <laughs> to get around to it. Uh, but here yeah. we are, Chris. Here we are. I'm just, I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us. You know, I was looking oh, through okay. YouTube because okay. we're back on YouTube, and uh, we've yeah. been doing that for years. We've been doing the show for years. We were on YouTube for years. I was thinking the different stuff in life we've both gone through, uh, how much older we mm-hmm. are, and, um, Mm. more experienced and wiser and uh here we are yeah. back on youtube yeah you're a youtuber you're a creator yeah no can we get the spin-off vlog that's what the people really want oh oh i could yeah i could uh so yeah as much as as much as i love my hobbies i know and i know you're a big hobby guy too you always blow me away like anytime i you know anytime i sample into one of your hobbies you're like the knowledge just flows like a river. It's amazing. I remember the one time I asked you about uh, poker. Oh, yeah. You just blew me away with your analytical answer to some stupid question I had. And I, and I was like, oh, that's right. This used to be the poker master I was talking to. And now he's the Google Ads master. So Yeah. Well, here we are. Uh, Chris, big episode. We're going to be talking about budgets. Thank you, everyone, for uh, being here uh, going to just kick it off with uh, just a couple housekeeping things, and then uh, I'll hand it over to Chris, and then we'll get into the show. So a couple housekeeping things. Um, we're still here years and years later uh, because of your reviews. That's the only reason we're here. That's what mm. the success of the show is due to, um, and we appreciate you sending those reviews in on your... Every, every, every week, I say I quit, and then Jason sends me a positive review, and it reels me back in. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a nice nice pat on the back, um, especially when they're from the United States of America. Sorry, but oh, yeah. just being honest. Uh, five stars, great resource from Josh here in the USA. A good balance between basic info and more advanced techniques. A good listen for folks who feel like they have a good grasp of what AdWords is, but need some help mm-hmm. taking it to... The next level. I think we do a good job of that, Chris. No matter what stage of your Google Ads career or advertising journey you're on, I think we can help get you to the next level. And um, that's what we try to do here on the show. So thanks so much for that review, Josh. And uh, thank you, everyone, for sending those in. One more piece of housekeeping here, uh, paidsearchpodcast.substack.com. We have a weekly PSP newsletter now. comes out on Mondays to remind you about the episode and, more importantly, to share with you the most important part of that week's episode so you can get that lesson and get that knowledge and kind of a quick hit there um, on that email newsletter. So sign up for that at paidsearchpodcast.substack.com. Link in the description. Chris, I'm going to hand it over to you to tell us about Optio, and then we are going to talk budgets. You're here because you care about Google Ads. You have a uh, Google Ads campaign, you're trying to optimize, trying to uh, improve, and sometimes you don't know what questions to ask. Sometimes you don't know what the right answer is. You don't even know where to look. This tool is designed for you. If you want to improve your Google Ads campaigns, this is the tool to help you think 
through the process. It's a process system designed to improve Google Ads using your knowledge and using what you know about Google Ads and then expanding it from there uh, with uh, you know t- alerts and tips. And what's great is there is actually a uh, budgeting tool which will allow you to get alerts. So you can actually put in uh, your uh, budget and once you put your budget in, it actually helps you to stay on target with your spend. So you can track your spend, uh, see how much, um, you know, how far you are from that spend. Amazing tool. And, you know, you can find out more about it using Optio. You can go to optio.com slash PSP2. It's in the show notes. You can check it out there. And you can get a free eight-week trial. Eight weeks. That's a long time, right? So it's, it's, we're pushing into February. You can try that for two months to decide if the tool is right for you. And as many of our listeners have decided, it is very likely to be right for you. So check it out at optio.com slash PSP. Okay, Chris, thanks so much. So um, let's get into the uh, the episode here. Um, we're going to be talking about Google Ads budgets, and we realized that we had never talked about it before. And um, we just kind of thought, well, how are we going to approach this? And we thought, well, what are the most common questions we get about Google Ads budgets? And we'll just take it from there. So, Chris, I think this is the most common question. What should my Google Ads budget be? Do you hear that question a lot from clients? And if so, you know, how do you answer that question? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, As we've mentioned on the show before, uh, this is one of the first questions they ask. And it's always the most difficult because there is no right answer. There's no number right answer, I would say. The right answer is, for me, at least the answers that I give, is start with low risk and build from there. Prove success at a small amount and then build from there. And I think most people understand that. You don't you don't start with 10 grand when you can really only afford 100, uh, uh, you know, 1,000, and then hope, that you you know are able to recoup that risk. You know you start with a with a, with a good spend. So um, yeah, very common, very understandable. But what about you? I'm sure you hear it a lot as well. Yeah, from your clients definitely is the most common question. And uh, like you, it, I do feel like it's a very it's a, it's an easy question to answer and a difficult question to answer depending on how you go about it. So if you actually like want the correct answer and what the correct answer is going to be six months into your campaign, two years into your campaign and what they can expect at that point, if things are working, that's a very hard answer. But if you just keep it simple and you're like, hey, we've got a great campaign built out. We need to start it. What are we going to start it at? Then it's a pretty easy question to answer. And I, I take the same philosophical approach as you in terms of, you know, don't overdo yourself in month one. Just spend what you're comfortable spending while you try out this advertising platform if you're new to Google Ads or if you just try out like a new campaign on a long-term account. Um, you kind of want to see how it's going to perform. And I take that same approach. What are you comfortable kind of uh, putting at risk for this new strategy while we kind of dial it in and, and figure out... Uh, what's going to work as time goes on. Now that said, if I'm talking to the average client, small, medium businesses, I'm not talking national B2B or anything like that, but I'm talking like a local roofing company, local dentist office, something like that. I tell them most of the time for those kinds of campaigns, my clients start at somewhere between 1000 and 4000 That's usually my like initial budget range for budget range for these small and medium sized uh, businesses, local advertisers. And even when I say that, usually the clients still want even more guidance. And a lot of the times we start at that 1500, 2000 range. That's where we start. Um, I think that's pretty reasonable, Chris, but what about this question of, well, I don't want to start at a thousand. I want to start at 500, 700, 300 a month. Is that doable or is that a totally different kind of client? Maybe we don't have a lot of experience with these days anymore. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's very common that people you know want to start Google Ads and they they don't want to just start at something that's you know maybe over a thousand. They want to start under a thousand. And I'm never going to tell someone no that doesn't work. The communication that I give is we can do 500, but the pace at which we learn 
will be slower. So in other words, if a client starts with two grand, I'll have significant learnings that I gather after month two, you know, month one, month two, I'll have significant learnings. And in, in that, I mean, search terms, uh, you know, competitors, uh, search impression share. I mean, all that kind of new, new keywords I'm, we find out as we, oh, as yeah. we see some search terms, you know, real understanding of kind of ha- what, you know, how we're going to do in the market. If you want to spend 500, that might mean that it takes four months to really get that same level of learning from the campaign. So small budgets work, but they take longer. And that time period, that time period is extended the higher your CPC is, you know? So let's say that same client is, you know, going to spend 500, but it turns out their CPC, their average cost per click is $16 mm-hmm. instead of uh, $6 or $3. You know, the, the, the more needed just to get one click is going to expand that time period. So bigger budgets accelerate mm-hmm. the learning. I don't want to say accelerate success. They accelerate the learnings from the campaign. Yeah, and this is something we're always thinking about and, and trying to improve on and, and come up with even better answers. You know, most of the time I leave it at one to 4,000 if you're a kind of local advertiser. Let's start there and see what happens. I think I don't want to get married to this number, but I think one way to maybe think about it would to maybe come up with like a minimum number of clicks per day. And I'm spitballing here. I just thought of it about this, but what I kind of like about that is it will be flexible to whatever your industry is. So if you're in a $10 cost per click industry and you want to kind of know what that minimum budget is, the lowest you can go while still kind of getting some, as you call it, learnings during month one, maybe you Mm -hmm. can tell the advertiser like, hey, at a minimum, I would go for two clicks a day. And then you have a $20 day budget times 30 days. If you run 30 days, $600 a month. And you kind of have a minimum budget there and then if you're like in a $50 cost per click industry, maybe that's $100 a day, 100 times 30, 3,000. And um, it kind of gives you your answer on what maybe a minimum would be to get learning going on in a, in just one month. Um, never really thought too much about that. Do you, do you like that kind of estimated clicks per day? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can you can take it a step further. And, and you know, if, if you really want to give them an idea of expectations, you know, you can go so far as to say, well, let's assume that you get this many clicks and let's assume you get a 1% conversion rate. This is the kind of lead ratio you might expect at this spend volume. Now let's take each of those factors. Let's take your CPC, crank that up a little bit and then crank up your conversion rate. And you might expect this many conversions, you know? So you can, the variables are fairly limited. You know, it's just basically um, what your CPC is and what your conversion rate is. And you can kind of tweak those to understand, you know, where your budget might get you mm-hmm. in the first month. Cool. And uh, one one final tip here, straight from Google. There's a there's an article they have called "Choose Your Bid and Budget," and we'll link to this in the in the show notes. And their tip, I think it would surprise uh, people, but it's kind of on brand with what we're saying here. Start small. That's what literally what they say. Start small. If you're a beginner, try an average daily budget of ten dollars a day to fifty dollars a day. That would be over the course of thirty days, three hundred to uh, fifteen hundred. Check your account daily after applying a new budget to see how your campaigns have performed. So nothing wrong with starting small um, because you can always change your budget and increase it at any time. I think that's kind of our our main takeaway. Uh, when trying to answer what should my Google ads budget be, it needs to be enough so you you can kind of get some knowledge going on and see some results. But there's no reason you can't start small and kind of learn from there. Okay, Chris. So um, if what should my Google ads budget be is the most common question, I think the most stressful question, the most the question that clients are most worried about when I hear from them about budget is. Why did Google overspend my budget today? My budget is a thousand dollars a day. Oh, that's a that's a big advertising thing. You know, that's me. Yeah. But my my budget is a hundred dollars, and Google spent three hundred dollars today or two hundred dollars today. What is going on, Chris? I literally was working with an advertiser this week, and their budget was a thousand dollars a day, and one day it spent two thousand, and two thousand is a lot of money if you're expecting to spend one thousand. That freaked them out. They changed their budget to 500 because I explained what we're about to talk about. 
And I think that's going to hurt their results because now they're running with a smaller budget than they actually can, and they're going to not get the results they could. So this is a very important topic. It's a very uh, non-intuitive topic. So why did Google overspend my budget today? And daily budget versus daily spend limit. That's probably a new term to a lot of people, daily spend limit. Chris, do you get those calls from clients, those questions? Why did Google overspend my budget today? I thought my budget was 100, it spent 200. Do you ever get that in consulting or management? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's especially common for new advertisers when they're not used to one thing that that you may not be familiar with. And that that one thing is the variability between time of day, day of the week, season of the year, right? Mm. Um, there are ups and downs, and you would not believe how much it, it it varies. I mean, I can look at accounts that have been running for years and expand it over multiple months, and I'll just see this just up and down, up and down, just consistent, you know, weekends, mm-hmm. you know, and then Christmas comes, you know, and then, you know, which I just saw recently here, at, you know, at the beginning of uh, the new year, I saw things just drop in December, you know, mm-hmm. conversion rates. And then the first and then especially the second week of January, boom, you know, things shoot up. Mm-hmm. So this up and down of the market, as far as the volume goes, the impressions goes, this is why Google has to adjust for uh, the market volume. It has to go up and down. You know, it, it can't always anticipate the same number of impressions every day. Because those impressions go up and down. And it's really quite surprising once you watch it. You know, people can even change the way they're searching. You know, if you don't have the right keywords, they might start using different phrases and you start missing a lot because it starts changing over time. So big deal for sure. Yeah. And what what's changed here, uh, I don't know when they made this change, but it was in the seemed to be in the last couple of years. Um, it used to be that, you know, if if your if your volume was available, they would spend your budget. Uh, if if the volume was available, and then if you went uh, you ran out, you would be limited by budget, and then you would hope to come back the next day. And it was very more of a simple structure. That has totally changed with artificial intelligence and the stuff they're kind of building inside their company, the tools they're building. Um, because we'll get, we'll get into this daily spend limit, and I think the the inspiration for this daily spend limit was a time like Christmas where Google knows the volume is going to be down in the second half of December for tons of industries. And again, black box algorithms and all that, we don't have access to this. But my theory is that during times like that, they will overspend your budget if you're in one of those industries early in December to make up for the lack of volume later in December. That's one example of this trend. That, that's one reason I think they're doing this. Um, but there's a there's a document out there uh, called About Average Daily Budgets. And on that document, I'm just going to read through it for a second. Your average daily budget is the average amount that you set for each ad campaign on a per day basis. Your daily budget, that's what we call it. It specifies how much you are roughly comfortable spending each day over the course of the month. Two core terms in there, Chris, comfortable spending, Mm. or excuse me, roughly comfortable, roughly. (laughs) Anytime Google's using a word like roughly or maybe or something like that, you know, watch out because it means something. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then comfortable spending each day. And then here's the other thing, over the course of the month. It's not each day. It's each day over the course of the month. You can set and edit your average daily budget at any time. Google will optimize your campaign spend for days of the month where you're most likely to get clicks and conversions, like when search traffic is higher or when we predict higher ROI for your ads. Maybe other advertisers with smaller budgets are really out of budget and you can get in there just by going over your budget a little bit and there's less competition so you can get a better ROI. Stuff like that might be going on. Uh, they say this means that on some days you might not reach your average daily budget, but on others you might exceed it. Uh, but there's two numbers to keep in mind. Your daily spend limit uh, is two times your average daily budget for most campaigns on any particular day. So if $10 is your average, meaning that's your daily budget you put in there, you can spend up to two times that on any given day. Um, they will spend it. They have the right to spend up to two times your daily budget on any given day or the average daily budget you've had. Um, and then your monthly spending limit is 30.4. So basically 30 times your average daily budget Again, they say for most campaigns, 
in any particular month. So Chris, to summarize, they can spend up to twice your daily budget. That is your spend limit on any given day. But over the course of the month, they'll meter things back down if you keep that same daily budget and you'll never spend more than 30.4 times your daily budget, meaning basically they'll never spend more than about 30 times your daily budget. So you can look at daily as a, as a monthly multiplying it out by 30. Chris, there's implications here. There's implications if you don't run a 30-day-a-month schedule. Um, there's implications if you change your budget all the time. This is one reason I'm trying to get clients not to change their budget more than once a month if possible. Daily spend limit. Is that uh, a term you hear from a lot of people in the Google Ads world? Because it's not one for me. Yeah, no, no, because, well, I mean, you're not going to hear it from new people because they don't know it exists and they're not really thinking about Google doing that. And then second, they're not, uh, you know, people aren't going to really talk about it much because it's, it's not really a factor of success with the campaign. So yeah, I mean, it, it makes a, it makes a pretty big, uh, pretty big difference there. And one thing I want to say about this is if you experience this on a much steeper scale than what we're talking about, I say it happens more often with campaigns that have a, let's say a trickle of impressions. Okay, so go with me here. One campaign gets a thousand impressions uh, a day, okay, and they have a small budget. Another campaign gets about 20 impressions a day and it has the same small budget. The inflections of spend going up and down tends to happen more with small amounts of impressions that, that, that go through, okay? So that's, I find that happens because Google will, you know, sometimes I have a hard time getting the spin to happen. And then if it doesn't happen for several days, it essentially makes up for that, you know, because it'll show your ad more to trying, you know, because it has additional spin for that month. So I, w I would say that it can be extreme for some and then less for others. And it really depends with how much volume it has to work with. That, yeah, that, that totally makes sense. Because if, if there's tons of volume and the volume is steady and there's tons of volume compared to your budget, Google knows, hey, you can just run the whole month. Um, and there's going to be volume there. If you have a very small volume industry, then, and, and the, the, the volume is just not there day to day. When it is there, if Google shows your ad and goes above your daily budget and then goes up to your daily spend limit, which is two times your average daily budget, um, it's a win, win, win. Some people might be frustrated because they're like, Oh, I sent my daily budget at $10 and Google spent 20. But it, but again, they're not going to overspend you for the 30 day time period. And it's a win-win-win because Google gets your ad revenue when the search happened. You actually get to get in front of someone that was searching when the search happened. And then the uh, person doing the search gets to get exposed to your great business and uh, and hopefully gets a great product or service. So um, it's definitely a, a big thing they've done, and it, it really is impactful. The, what, the one uh, thing I would say, Chris, is just I'm worried if, if you're changing your budget throughout the month all the time – it's not two times your daily budget. It's two times your average daily spend or average daily mm. budget is the spend yeah, limit. So if that yeah. average is changing, that means that spend limit's going to change. And so leads us to the question here, how often should Google ad advertisers change their budget? They can change it anytime they want, but Chris, you, you work with a lot of clients. Um, is there a problem when people are changing their budgets more than X amount per week or month? And what's kind of your rule uh, as you're managing accounts, if you have one that you try to try to stick to? I think that people that change their budgets are most likely to have the biggest issue because if you're changing your budget constantly, that would imply that you're relatively new to Google Ads. Maybe you don't understand the system of Google Ads. Like the whole thing we're talking about daily spend limit is a new thing to you. So you don't understand that. So you think you're trying to like, stop things from going up and down. You you know, slow it down, speed it up, slow it up. So it would imply that you probably don't understand a whole lot about the Google Ads system. So therefore, I would also imply that you probably are using entirely automated everything. You might be using uh, uh, dynamic search ads. Most people are these days. Automated bidding. You know, everything is automated. So the impact <laughs> of doing that is much greater. So if you are using a lot of automated systems. How often should you change your budget? I would say never. 
Well, yeah. Uh, well, like, well, well, what's the minimum uh, you'd be comfortable with? with? Maximum, yeah. I mean, I you know change maximum, it once yeah. a month. Yeah. You know, change it once yeah. once a month. You know, because you need the data to make that decision. You yeah. know, um, uh, before you make that adjustment. So be very wary mm-hmm. about that. If uh, you know if that if that is you, if you're new to Google Ads, because it we won't get into that in this discussion, but the change to the campaign tempo and algorithm of the bidding can be greatly affected by just changing your budget. And everybody knows that little learning thing yep. pops up on the screen. And that's kind of like, oh, crap, what did I do? <laughs> I changed something. Yeah, Chris. Uh, yeah, it's especially pronounced when you're running automated strategies because then you're kind of messing with the system. I think we need to break it down for month one advertisers and on. So if you're in your first month on a campaign, you're feeling it out, you're seeing your results. I do this all the time. You change your budget sometimes. You're like, oh, it's it's actually going better than I thought. I'm five days in. I told okay. uh, Jason or Chris or anyone I'm, I was going to spend a thousand a month. I'm comfortable at fifteen hundred. Okay, raise your budget. It's no big deal. Um, but once you have a kind of seasoned campaign, I'm going to go out on a limb here, Chris, and, and make a claim. I'm going to say you're a bad Google Ads advertiser. You're not good at this if you're changing your budget more than once a month on a seasoned campaign. You're not good at this. You're you're not a good uh, advertiser. Yeah. You don't have discipline. Season, you don't yeah. you don't know how the system agree. works. Um, and what I mean by that is, Chris, you know this. Um, I know you line dance, right? Mm-mm. Well, not, then maybe maybe some things have changed. Uh, I, w- I would encourage everyone to go to our archive and look up episode five. That's where you <laughs> confirm that you line dance. I went out on a hunch and said, "Hey, do you episode line dance?" Five episode five at twenty three minutes and ten seconds. Yeah. It's like like five years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. What? Okay. You got me. I remember. You, I, I was I was just accusing you of line dancing, like joking <laughs> around. And you're like, no, I like it. And you're like, sometimes you just gotta go out. You actually said something else, which maybe you wouldn't want me to say, but um, yeah. There's a reason those aren't public for everyone. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I have, I'll tell you. I'll <laughs> tell you after the show what you would say because it was pretty funny. Um, okay. and it kind of goes on a theme of what I joke about, kind of every three weeks. Um, but it was, it was funny. I don't know if it was episode five or not, but I thought it'd be funny if I said it, but Chris, um, you used to line dance, you know, you got some rhythm here, you know what it's like to, to, to cut loose when you and I are managing, see, it's coming back. Yeah. It's coming back. Yeah, there you go. What, a little for you. Oh, well, well, do, do, do you hold the beer <laughs> in your hand when you line dance? Is that common? Well, social lubrication is the first ingredient to me, line dancing. So yeah, absolutely. Again, the vlog series. I'll put it on this channel. Mm. I don't mind, and you can you can you can have all the monetization life, for those the life videos. of a of a Google Ads manager. How boring does it get? Yeah, nobody would subscribe. Chris, um, yeah, I'm gonna so dancing dance with me here. You and I know what it's like to manage Google Ads accounts in 2022. Mm. It's like dancing with a partner you can't see. Oh, and nice. you're stepping on each each other's feet and. But but you can kind of feel things out if you know what you're doing. And that's what it's like to manage a Google Ads campaign these days. There's so much going on in the system, even if you don't run automated strategies. There's like just this daily budget limit stuff we're talking about. And that's AI and automation and stuff. There's so much going on that what I found in the last couple of years, Google Ads works so much better and so much easier to manage if you just go with the flow. If you use the system the way it's set up to be used and in my opinion and experience, the system is meant to be used on 30-day time periods. That's what it's set up for, uh, especially when it comes to budgets. And so if you're on a season campaign and you're changing your budget um, more than once a month, you're not dancing with this invisible dance partner on tempo. You're kind of off tempo with the platform, and that's going to lead to more more problems. So, if possible, that's kind of our our take is once a month at minimum at maximum. Uh, if if you're on a season campaign, Chris, anything else on that topic, or you want to jump to limited by budget, the big one? No, here. let's talk about limited. Yeah. All right. So, limited by budget, you'll see it in the status column. If you are limited by budget, oh, it shows. That's up. an understatement. <laughs> you're going to see a giant red text that like goes multiple lines. You know. 
<laughs> yeah, limited by budgets. Like sometimes I wake up in the night, middle of the night. I think I hear something, and I go to the bathroom <laughs> and open the door, and there's just this big orange neon light that says "limited by budget" in my bathroom. By budget, yeah. Honestly, some great YouTube background yeah. stuff for this channel. That'd be pretty cool. Limited, Chris. yeah. If you know like any lighting guys, sign. yeah. Yeah. Or like, like, yeah, like your, your, your bids are too low. Raise your bid, you know? Yeah. Limited by budget. Yeah, that's true. That would be. So be pe pretty, people uh, listening have probably mean. definitely seen it. Uh, it's orange. It's bright. It's in your face. Uh, what does it mean to you, Chris? Two, two thoughts. Number one, it means nothing. I don't care if you're limited. I don't care if Google says I need to spend more. I am in control of my campaigns in control of what I spend and how much I'm going to spend. So it means nothing to me. But it also can mean that there's additional opportunity if I find value in what we're getting. So yeah, it, it means that there's more potential. Mm -hmm. And I don't think this episode is it. We've done it plenty of times, so we could go deeper into search impression share and everything like that. But to keep it simple, it just means there's more oh, opportunity. God, you're such a debt, like, dude. You're so beat out is that on where you search impression go? share. I'm, you are so beat out on it. You're like the dad that just reminds the kids about the I thing over and over. It's like you're. It's like if his thing is like uh, no loud music. You're having dinner, eating meatloaf, and he's like, ah, no loud music. You know, you're watching a football game, no loud music. <laughs> you're talking about anything with Google Ads with this guy. Search impression share. The answers in search impression share. It it it's the core. I mean, it yeah. I I, I use it like a like a bad habit. Yes, you do. You are dreamy, and I'm so glad people can understand what I have to deal with as I record this episode. Looking into Remember, those eyes, lit up. We weren't, we weren't going to do this now. I can't help myself. You got power in those oh, looks, Chris, man. You, you, no. You've been blessed, my friend. Um, Chris, the reason you got a little defensive there where you're like, it doesn't mean anything to me. I'm not, I'm not, I don't need to limit my budget. It doesn't mean anything to me. Right. We have to be defensive because the persuasion around that bright orange that word limited, you know, that really that really hits home. You know, it's like, yeah. don't tell me I'm limited. It It's triggering. And I've seen it to, it triggers clients all the time. There's something about, and whoever created it at Google should get a raise. Like Genius. that, that should, person is a legend at the company because that thing works. That thing makes clients call you and go, why are we limited? Why are we limited? Mm -hmm. Raise my budget. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I explain to them like, well, this is what it means. And then they're like, well, then raise the budget. Let's just raise yeah. the budget. And I'm like. All right. Well, like, wait, to, wait a second. I mean, like, dude, there no are questions. implications yeah. of that, but um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's what it means. It means that the way I uh, describe it to clients, Chris, is for your keywords, for your location, for your schedule, the market that you run on, the market is larger than your budget. There's more search volume than your budget is able to to handle so it's larger so um that's all it means it like you said it does not mean you have to do anything it just means the market is larger so maybe they'll change the orange font to a very light gray and they'll change the term limited by budget to the market happens to be larger in the last 30 days than your <laughs> right. than your budget click here for more yeah. information uh yeah they're not going to do that We're so that's all no, it means no. you know it's, it just means it's yeah. uh bigger than your budget um, Chris, the, the one other thing I would say, uh, is one, how to handle it. Like, you know, have discipline, like we're talking about. It doesn't mean you need to raise your budget. It just means you can, if you, if you want to. And sometimes Chris, if you're not going to lower the budget or excuse me, if you're not going to raise your budget and get the same exact results, just more of them, because you're just limited by budget, which is a nice thing to know. Um, you can get more of the same results if you like your results. If we're not going to raise the budget, Sometimes I use it as a cue to think about lowering the bids to then try and get more clicks for the same budget um, mm. because I know I can probably go down a little bit, still get clicked on and, and spend the budget, just get more clicks. But of course, that's a fine line because if you go too low, you're not going to spend that same budget anymore with a lower cost per click. So it's a balance. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's definitely it takes skills to be able what? to handle that warning. Go ahead. What Jason, what Jason was saying there goes a lot deeper. So if that's news to you, yeah, and it go, it, it, it definitely has to do with search impression share. And if uh, you want to hear me talk about search impression share, just listen to any other episode of this podcast as I bring up search impression share. <laughs> we have entire like. Oh my gosh, Chris, this, this isn't it. a joke. Like our next topic here. Oh, search boy. impression share lost due to budget. Uh, we 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 need we can't go into more search impression share stuff right now. 
let uh let's take a break uh for the audio listeners we do a little dance break um unfortunately we're not going to share that for you on youtube uh but we will be back in a minute after our break and we will be talking about search impression share uh lost due to budget and what that means Before we wrap up the last few items of our budget discussion, I want to remind you that Optio has a wonderful budget management feature that really takes a lot of the question of what we're talking about and provides a tool, which is a wonderful solution for you to be able to make decisions about, uh, am I pacing right? Back in the day, I used to have a big spreadsheet where I you know, would take this, what the spin should be and then divide it by the number of days and then have to put my numbers in and it would tell me if my clients were on pace. I mean, guys, you don't need spreadsheets anymore. You don't need to go in and start calculating, you know, every other day, am I still on pace? You know, do I need to go up and down? This can tell you, you know, are you going to significantly miss your target above or below? Wonderful tool. Just one of many tools that Optio has. Please check them out. If you like this show, they keep us going along with the five-star reviews. But Optio is the other part that really keeps Jason interested. If you want to keep Jason interested, keep him around, optio.com slash PSP. Okay, thanks, Chris. So um, let's talk about your favorite topic here, search impression share lost, or search impression share. The inverse of search impression share will be what's lost. One of the things that's lost to is search impression share lost due to budget. So it's related to budget here, Chris. That's why we're, we're fitting it in here. Um what does that column explain to people? And then like, how do you uh, use it? Okay. Search impression share is just a fancy term. Uh, and it's sometimes abbreviated for just SIS or just maybe SI, which is search impression. Um, so search impression share is the measurement of how big of a bite you are taking out of the market. So there are a hundred searches and if you are getting half of those every day, you're, you're biting 50 of those, you're getting impressions on 50 of those, you would have a 50% search impression share. Obviously, this is a very important number to understand and know and reference because it answers the number one thing that people ask other than how much should I spend. You know, Once they start spending, they're going to say, why don't I see my ad? Or how are we doing compared to our competitors? Or, you know, you know, I searched three times, it only showed up once, you know, stuff like that. This is the core number that answers every boss's concern on that. And Jason, I know that you use it every day with your clients. Yeah, I mean, it just, uh, it's, it's very, what I like about search impression share lawsuit of budget is that it's very straightforward. Like, okay, if uh, your budget is $100 a day, and your search impression share loss due to budget is 50%. That tells me that I think uh, you can spend up to $200 a day and you're missing half the market strictly due to your budget. Optimizing Google Ads campaigns and improving them, the easiest and most effective thing you can do on a good campaign that you like the results from and you want to get more of it, look at that search impression share lost due to budget. And then if you have any number in there, whether it's 1% or over 90%, that tells you to some extent you can raise your budget and you will get the same exact results. Now, everything depends in Google ads. If the algorithms change, if your competitors change, something on your website changes, the market changes, well, you're not going to get the same results anymore. But all that holding equal, if you have search impression share lost due to budget and then you raise your budget, you're going to then get more of the same exact results same exact results, just more of it. And so it's a very easy way to grow your campaign. And uh, it helps us, to me, it helps make uh, budget decisions because it, the one of the questions is, should I be spending more? Well, can you even spend more and get the same results you're getting? Search impression share lawsuit a budget will kind of let you know where you're at. Chris, something weird I've seen going on. I always thought if you saw any number in search impression share lawsuit a budget, then you would see a limited by budget status because you're missing out 
impression share due to budget. In the last few days, I've looked at two accounts that didn't have that status. I think it must have been, uh, this was consulting, it must have been clients had recently changed their budgets a lot, like a lot of changes. Give it a day. Okay, it must be that, because um, I was yeah. like, why wouldn't they show the status? So you yeah. think, okay, so thanks for clarifying that. I, I've noticed that that's actually been kind of touchy lately. Um, it will disappear and reappear back and forth. So yeah, I, that it's. I actually think there's maybe been a little bit more of a uh, maybe the trigger isn't quite so so much of a hair trigger as it used to be. I think interesting. I, I think I think it fires with a little more of a uh, of a positive indication that there is lost impression share. Just a theory. Google. Does yeah, and then the the limited by budget thing. It's like um, well. They were going to slap that on very quickly in the, back in the day, but now they're just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, wait, we'll just spend more of your budget. We'll, we'll just overspend <laughs> your budget by up to two times. There you go. Forgot we could do we, that. People aren't respecting the red text. What do we do? Well, show it to them less often, but spend yeah. more. But again, yeah. for all you angry people out there that are angry about that, over the course of a 30-day period, they're it's not going to spend out. more than 30.4 times your average uh, daily budget. Um, so, Chris, next topic here. Shared budgets in Google Ads. Yeah. Do you like those? Do you use them? I personally hate yeah. them most times. Yeah. Um, when do you when do you use them? And for people that don't know, shared budgets are you can just put multiple campaigns under the same budget, and you can share that budget across multiple campaigns. What about it? So my th I only use it for one purpose. If I have campaigns that essentially represent the same level of the sales funnel. Uh, the same level of value for the client, you know, it's just, I just need to make sure the budget spins. And, you know, that's common with clients with different locations. You know, they have uh, franchise locations or they're targeting multiple states and the states are equally valuable to them or mo multiple countries. And you just set up a shared budget and, you know, it's all equally valuable. When, when, when it's definitely inappropriate to use is when you're, you know, you're advertising uh, dog washing, in, in one campaign and that brings in a little bit of value for you. But then your other one, it's like, uh, you know, dog surgeries and, and uh, veterinary services and medication, you know, which obviously going to be more valuable for you. And you would share those two budgets, not appropriate there because you need to push the one that drives the most value for your company. So, yeah, well, I, I, I find them frustrating those times where, um, it's like, I don't, I, it's, it's frustrating to me sometimes where you've got like, maybe too many campaigns and the budget gets spread like too thin, um, that shared budget, or like you're saying, you want to spend different amounts on different topics because they're, they represent different levels of value and you don't have any control over what amount goes to, to which topic times I do use them. Usually when there's a group of low, low volume campaigns, what comes to mind sometimes is Spanish. Sometimes, uh, what I'll do is we'll have like a, we'll be running up for a topic for an advertiser and then we'll set up multiple Spanish campaigns for the areas they run in tend to be lower volume, a lot lower volume. And I'll just slap a huge uh, shared daily budget on all of them because they all represent kind of the same value, like you're saying in the funnel. So they have their place, um, but they can really kind of mess things up if you kind of overuse them. So Chris, now we're going to get into some uh, advanced stuff here uh, as, as we finish out. We've got two more quick topics and then we're going to answer some questions from the PSP Facebook group on Facebook where you can join on our Facebook page. It's a PSP group, Facebook group on Facebook, found at Facebook. Um, people made fun of me for naming it PSP Facebook group and I'll be passive about aggressive about that till the day I leave this earth, Chris. <laughs> I can't believe they made fun of... How can you make fun of the person that controls the group? I'm the admin. I'm the admin. They don't respect you. They don't respect me. Do you need to command respect? That pink shirt. Should I should I should I just kick respect. the person out that did that? Should I just kick him out um, and not? Uh, no no no. Not continuously even mock them and then like block their questions. You should block their questions so no one actually sees it. Okay. Shadow ban, I think, is the term. <laughs> I'll, I'll think about that. Ooh, the, ooh, I feel that power. Yeah. I get it. I get now it. Now you got the it, admin. Chris. I get it. <laughs> I got the admin power. Um, okay, Chris. So this is this is getting away from just the the A's and the B's and the C's. We're going to the Y's and the Z's here, Chris. Um, wow. This is stuff that's not really in the help docs. This is stuff that's more based on our experience, Chris. I think when your daily budget is too close to the cost per click. Example: daily budget twenty dollars. Average cost per click needs to be nineteen dollars, twenty five dollars, something like that, to even show up above the organic mm. and get volume. I think yeah. it throws off the system and 
I've done it. It's doable, but it seems like I was saying earlier, it doesn't go with the flow of the system and you kind of run into problems and it just gums things up. Do you think that's weird? Uh, do you think I'm onto something? Have you ever seen that? Oh, I, I think it's not really a problem if you leave stuff alone, like chill out. If you, if you have a situation like that, you're smart. That's what I was thinking. You are smart. That's the only time it doesn't it doesn't cause problems. You are so smart. Because I have that. I have I have clients that have been running for years and they pay like 25 bucks a click, but they only spend like 10 bucks a day. As long as you let that daily budget sit, you just, you know, if you look at the the graph, it'll just fire, you know, every few days. Bam, gets a click. Bam, gets a click, you know, and th- and that's it. And it works great. They get a great success with it, and that's how much volume they want. So they've never raised their budget, but it that works for them. So I think it's a totally fine situation, but you understand it for what it is. You need, you do not continuously show. Do not Google yourself and try and find your paid ad on Google. Yeah, don't don't change st- stuff all the time in your account. Don't change your bids all the time. Let the system kind of learn what's going on. Again, even if you're on a purely manual thing, there's still a ton of automation going on behind the scenes, we think. And that's when it's worked for me as well, Chris. When you just leave those small campaigns alone and let them kind of do their thing, I always say, think about Google's interest, put yourself in their shoes. If all you're going to give them is a very small budget, they will figure out how to spend it. You know, like let them kind of learn from what you're putting in there and just leave it alone. And that's the only time I've seen where I don't run into problems where my daily budget is about equal to the cost per click or smaller than it. Um, If you want to avoid that problem, my kind of rule of thumb is have your daily budget be two times your average cost per click. That seems to kind of give the system enough looseness and enough flexibility to kind of run the way uh, we're used to it running. Um, this this is another kind of a advanced topic here, Chris. It's just a hunch. I have been in situations where we've wanted the campaigns to get going. We want it to go a little bit more than it's going. We got aggressive advertisers. We want people that want volume and I'm getting told to go. And I've, I've been in spots where I'm like, look, you know, look at our absolute top percentage. Look at our search impression share. We're showing up high all the time. Uh, and I have found that sometimes if you just jack that daily budget up way higher than the actual market size, things accelerate. I don't know why that is, but I've seen that. So if your market is maybe like a $500 a day market and you run $500 a day and your search impression share is 99% and you're like, there's not really, and your absolute top is like 92%. You're like, there's not much higher we can go. I flip that thing to $1,000 a day. I'm able to show up more, get more volume. Not every time, it's but not it's, necessarily it seems show. to work. It seems to work. Yeah. It's not like it's going to spend that amount. The reason you feel comfortable doing that is because you know that you're already at a very high search impression share. So just because you throw a thousand a day yeah, on but, it doesn't mean it's going to spin that. But I am I am not going to be surprised if it does spend a thousand because search volume can come in differently on any given day. There could just randomly be a high volume day. Layer on top of that, Google overspending your budget by two times on any given day. I'm prepared and the advertisers I work with are prepared to now spend that level on any given day. But over time, you can kind of get a feel for generally what the market size is if you're running at the top of the market and you're just running full market. Um, And you can kind of get a feel. And I've got plenty of campaigns where the daily budget is absurdly high compared to the average daily spend and the size of the market because it just seems to, you know, I'm going to, you know, just top button, second button, third button. Oh, yeah. It yeah. just seems to just this guy rolls with loose and we're, we're going to do some Facebook questions from the Facebook group on Facebook and okay. we're going to do some Twitter questions. So I'm just going to loosen things up know. here that you I know, don't know what button that was. That, I, see, that one was off camera, but maybe it wasn't a button. Maybe it was a zipper. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe uh, Chris. Um, I mean, I you're being skeptical. You, I, I, you have that skeptical look here. Um, I've I don't never think done you're this. buying what I'm selling. Well, maybe you I, I should learn you. from the master. Learn from the greatest of all you. time. Take notes. Get Where's <laughs> I, your pen? Get a notepad, buddy. Sorry. Yeah. Let me, there we go. All right. I got it. I just haven't done it. Okay. So I believe you. Okay, cool. I believe you. 
So, Chris, let's jump over, uh, jump over to now, sometimes I am shocked I have a multiple podcast. Mm. Yeah, let's jump open. So no, it, speaking, let's just, jump yeah. over to Facebook. This is our PSP Facebook group. Uh, you can find it on our Facebook page on Facebook. Chris and I aren't good at this stuff. Uh, that's why mm. I named it PSP Facebook group. Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to look for it the other day to see if it would show up. I did like paid search podcast Facebook group and it never showed up. So um, I said, we're talking all things Google ads budgets on Monday. And by the way, all our listeners can join. Um, you just got to answer the two questions I put in there. And if you don't answer oh. them, I don't care who you are. You will not get approved. Someone didn't Wait, answer them the what, other day. What's the question? Number one, will you follow the rules? And number two, how do you hear about the show? I'm not asking oh. for too much. I thought I figured it was who's the smartest Google ads manager in the world. And then who's number two. Yeah. We don't do rhetorical. We don't do rhetorical on those right. down to business. <laughs> Um, but I'm not asking to, for too much, but it's funny. Sometimes people just go, I'm not going to answer those. I'm like, well, then I'm, yeah. you're not going to get in my group because I'm the admin. <laughs> it's an exclusive group. Okay. All right. So I said, all we're right. talking all things Google ads budgets on Monday. If you have any budget related questions, please let me know here and we'll try our best to answer them on Monday. What do you do, Chris, for this show? I'm just asking, like, what do you do for the show? I'm, I'm posting on Twitter. I'm posting on Facebook. I'm, I'm doing, I'm getting us back up on YouTube. Never mind, never mind, never mind. Sorry, I, I, I just got to take you out know, some anger you know, sometimes. I bring, you've told me, I bring the eye candy. And now that we're back on YouTube, my role is solid now. My little show pony. Show pony. Oh, man, it's been a while since I heard that. Show pony, that? Show pony with a beard. Uh, <laughs> it's 2022. The, we don't have yeah, wholesome carnivals and fairs anymore. We got... <laughs> Everything's a mess. And by the way, everything became a mess that correlated with us starting the show, and it really bums me out. New stories and crazy things in the world got progressively worse and worse as we started doing the show. And we Since used to have started. this thing where it's like we would never bring up anything. We'd just be straight up Google ads. And there were some yeah. horrible things that happened in the I world. Remember. And we would just go, welcome back to the Bait Search Podcast. And we still basically yeah. do that. But it, I just remember before the show, things seemed to be pretty normal. And now they're not. I remember... It was the end of 2019, and we would just had our very first show in 2020. And I think I ended the show saying, like, all right, guys, you know, everything should be cool between now and next week. I'm sure everything will be fine. And then we started our next episode, and, like, the world had ended because of, <laughs> because of the pandemic and everything. That was, yeah, that was, that was good stuff. Okay, Chris. So this first question comes from Roman. Hi, Roman. So he says, when making campaign budget adjustments for a campaign under an automated bid strategy, so changing the budget adjustment or budget adjustments, I think like things like device, location, stuff like that, okay. audience on an automated bid strategy, how large of a change could I make without throwing the campaign into learning mode? Just like you were talking about earlier, 10 to 20%. And Chris, brother, I don't have an answer for this. So yeah, if, if you don't Sorry. have an answer, you don't have an answer, you know? Yeah, it, I mean, you the the answer is put a hundred percent and and see what happens. You know, put fifty percent, see what happens. It really depends on your account, your campaign, how solid you know Google knows it and follows it, and you know how much variation is in it. But there there is no there is no solid answer there. It's variable, too variable. That's interesting that that can throw. It sounds like it can throw it into a learning mode if he's had that experience. So um, it's interesting. Possibly. Uh, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. W one thing I'll say about automated strategies and bid adjustments, just brush up on those with the Google help documents because I don't know if it's still going on, but under the target CPA bidding, I don't even know if that's an option anymore, but um, if you did like a device bid adjustment, it wouldn't, it, it would like uh, change the target CPA by that percentage. Um, mm. is back in the day is my recollection. So just be careful with those adjustments oh, on automated and brush up and know what you're uh, getting into. Uh, ben says, if there are multiple search and display campaigns, how to decide the amount of overall budget they get from the start and then how to optimize that further and identify which ones might need more budget. It's a good question. So you're running a can you're running an account. You've got multiple search and display campaigns and you're seeing the results come in and now you're having to decide like, okay, we have an overall $5,000 a month budget. How do I switch that from different campaign to different campaign? How do I make that decision? Yeah. And for 
there's there's only two there's only one answer and the answer is value and you know the the best indicator of value is uh, return on ad spend second to that is just conversion data and third to that is a search term or you know wherever the ads are showing on 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 the display network you know the interpreted value of that traffic is going to determine where you're going to put the budget so you know there might be some that has a search impression share lost due to budget of 80% that does not mean that you put the budget there it mm. just means that you uh you put the budget where uh the biggest value comes from and value for you could be the interpreted uh, level of the funnel you know i mean if you're if you're doing dog dog services for you know washing and grooming and stuff like that you know you wouldn't want to put the budget in a campaign that largely brings in searches around shampoo you know you know real high funnel types of stuff you'd want to put it into something and and maximize the impression share for things that are people looking for uh, dog washing services you know uh, groomers things like that yeah um I, I I love where you went at the beginning of your answer there it's about value and oftentimes like it's a good check-in to look at your campaigns and go you know why I, why am I running all these campaigns I, I would say mm. it's fair to say if you look at our accounts most of the time we're running very few amount of campaigns. Because yeah. we dial on something that works and then we spend the budget on what works. And you shouldn't be running these half, a good point. you know, what strategies that kind of do good, kind of don't. It's like mm-hmm. run all the stuff that's working. So we dial in just kind of by default. Um, but of course, search impression share, lawsuit of budget can guide you uh, where you can add more, but it doesn't necessarily mean you should. I think the perfect situation, Chris, is if you have all conversion tracking in place and all value tracking in place, and you have a nice fat ROAS column in there, um, conversion value over cost, and you can just look down at your campaigns and go, where am I getting the best return? And can I spend more budget in the campaigns I'm getting the best return from? Now that's rare, uh, for advertisers to have everything in place like that and have a bunch of campaigns to do it across. But that would be the optimal area. But of course, there's judgments, Chris. Um, some advertisers have to feed a lot of mouths and you may have five different franchises you've got to keep busy. And even though one performs great versus the other ones, you still have to allocate budget to everyone. Same thing with remarketing. You may not see a lot of direct conversions, but there's something about it that just works. I couldn't get past how just offended I was by big fat ROAS. I don't think you can say that on the podcast, but I guess that wasn't even, that wasn't even a ROAS pun or anything. It just came out that way, but I see what I see what you're saying. That's a great, uh, anyone wants to, uh, I mean, that's a great, uh, PPC brand right there. Big fat ROAS. We could, we could sell some buttons, sell some merch, big fat (laughs) ROAS, big fat ROAS and some t-shirts, sell some sweatpants, just put big fat ROAS on (laughs) the 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 back back. or little inside joke right on the butt. Just put (laughs) ROAS and everyone knows, uh, like what? And the group knows what it means. Uh, last question here from Tony. Tony says the best way to do budget recommendations from clients before starting a campaign bill, no prior data. So we talked about this at the top of the show, our approach to answering this question. Chris, let me break some news to you for for you and I who maybe are not flexible on this question. If you yeah. give any flexibility on this question, there's a lot of clients out there that demand uh, yeah. budget projections before you ever start. There's some than in the water with agencies and a lot of advertisers mm-hmm. where they don't really like to do it, but they like to talk about doing it. They love yeah. to talk about doing it, Chris. They love to talk about what it's going to be like when they start doing it. They like to, uh, Chris, I was looking on a little old LinkedIn the other day. I saw yeah. a job position out there at an agency. Oh, no. The title was uh, like head of proposals or something like that. Like, oh, gosh, that's who we're up Dude. against here, buddy. That's oh, there they are selling it hard. Someone's full time job. You might as well the, call yourself the head of disappointments. You know, what I mean, like, <laughs> like I'm gonna project this, this, and this, and fortune. You know, that guy's gonna get fired so fast because it's like everything you said didn't happen. Like, oh, imagine that. You know, that's yeah. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, Tony. Uh, I mean, our answer is we don't do it. We don't play that game. You know, we know how much is going into Google Ads. We know how much things change, and we know how much. Everything is like unique from advertiser to advertiser, market to market, and just time period to time period. And what's the freaking point? Just start a budget and see what the results are. You know what I'm saying, my friend? 
my favorite answer is this. If they ask something that's basically impossible to determine, give them more information than they need. So give them a uh, a spreadsheet or a graph or something, you know, with a bell shaped curve of like, listen, uh, if you give me five hundred and the CPC is two dollars, you'll get this much. If you give me five hundred and CPC is four dollars, you get this much. And you know you're going to be right because one of those is going to be true. So, I mean, that's a tough. A yeah, tough I, I mean, as far as business goes, Tony, I mean, I'll, I'll give some good advice as well, Chris. You're saying you know make it be fair and show how complex it really is. That's that's yeah. fair advice. My advice is. Come up with a standard, whatever works for you and getting this stuff out to prospective clients, it works. You know, just they want a proposal, figure out a proposal template, fill it out and mm. send it. Um, okay. That comes from the guy who's done zero proposals in his life. I love how Jason just told. We just gave him, but that's what my proposals are. We just gave it. If <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just, putting I'm putting PDF proposal? makers out is. of business. Yeah, it, we don't know. How about that? <laughs> I we don't it. know, but uh, and you know, there something, it is. something seems to be working. I Jason's, think I know what yeah. I'm doing. Uh, Chris, if people don't want a bus- budget proposal from you, uh, where can they go? Yeah, if you want uh, zero proposals from me, you can go to chrisschafer.com and uh, you can book me for a personal consulting session. And if you don't want to do that... You can also join my Patreon where I share incredibly detailed uh, training videos for you at a very reasonable price. Jason? Thanks, Chris. Um, I'm also, I also do consulting and management, rothmanppc.com, and uh, find me there and we can talk about what might happen with your campaign, but uh, I can't get it in a proposal for you or a PDF, but that's okay. It's because I'm busy doing so much for the Paid Search Podcast, you know, Chris? (laughs) appreciate thank you jason thank you for being here because without you none of this would be possible without you none of this would be possible you're steady you're a rock you're good looking your eye candy your mouth candy your ear candy you are you are you are my candy store chris let's uh let's turn off the show we're we're done